Hey there, wealthy women. If you're looking for motivation, inspiration, and ways to get wealthy, then you're in the right place. Hi, my name is Marilyn Rose, founder and CEO of WealthyWomen.com, the premium growing community for soulful, ambitious, and driven women. I'm so happy to have you here, and you're in for a great show. Let's get to it. If your life is not what you want, you're lacking. (laughs) And I say this with so much care for you. And you know what? I'm going to tell it to you straight. I've been there before. I was in a place where my life was lacking. I had what might have seemed like a comfortable life to some people, but I was missing so much fulfillment. They were missing pieces and I didn't know what it was. Now, when it comes to figuring out what it is that you need, you have to ask yourself what's going on. You have to really do some inner work. So when I say your life isn't what you want, you're lacking these three things. One, skills. Two, internal contentment. And three, mindset. When you put together these three things, you're going to notice that there is an immense difference in your whole life. One, most of the time, if you are a coach, you're a business owner, and you have all of these questions in terms of how do I grow my business? What do I do? How do I start my business? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) A lot of the same questions that come into place, but it's because we as humans have to put in the work. You have to put in both the internal and the external work. There's a reason why there are people in the world who work so hard, but they don't ever feel joy. And there's a reason why there are people who have so much money, but they also don't feel joy. And again, it comes down to these three things, your internal contentment, your skill set, and your mindset. And let's dig deep into a little bit of each. We'll start with skill set. Usually when it comes to somebody who's starting a business and they want to know, how do you first get your first client? How do you know what to charge? How do you know what course to create? How do you know all of these tactical questions? Yes, of course, there's you can get strategy from coaches. You can get strategy from learning from others. You can learn strategy from books. Read a book. Most of the time, books have strategy. But a lot of the times, you haven't achieved this. Not the coach. Not the person who's done it. A lot of times that you haven't achieved this is because you haven't developed a skill set. Now there's conversation in, in this internet world that we have that it's, we all have purpose and we all have passion. And if you just turn that passion, I actually have a brand called Passion into Profits. If you just turn your passion into teaching somebody else what you're passionate about, that doesn't necessarily make you sales. Because you're lacking a skill set of what other people need. Let me say this again. People don't care about you. (laughs) People don't care about you or your journey. You don't care about my story. You don't care about the way that I came up. When you're looking at something in life, 
for a skill set, most of the time people want to know what can they get out of this. Whether it's conscious or subconscious, they want to know how is it going to benefit them? How is it going to benefit you? How is it going to why are you here listening to this podcast? What benefit are you going to get? And because I phrase this as if you feel like your life isn't what you want, most likely you're here because you're in a place that your life isn't at a place that you want it to be. Your life is doing something where it feels like the days are just going by. You're constantly consuming social media. You're on, you have your TV on, you have news. Life feels like it's chaos. And while there might be chaos going on in the world, because you haven't figured out how to control order within the chaos, which if you, if you want me to get nerdy on you, like we'll talk about <laughs> physics and energy and motion and that it's really about bringing chaos into order. Anyways, you want to know how can you have a life that's better? How can you have that podcast that you can share your message? How can you have a course that people buy? How can you show up for a webinar that nobody showed that you have and it's people actually come to listen to what you have to say rather than cricket showing up? One skill that Warren Buffett says, and he has it hanging up in his office, is the best skill more than he has in terms of stocks and trading and and deals and negotiating is communication. The number one issue that we have amongst communication is we think that it's happened when it actually hasn't taken place. We either say too much and it doesn't resonate or we say too little or we don't say anything at all hoping that people will hear what you're saying or people will see you. We all as humans communicate completely differently. We're here and the way that our body movement shows it's part of communication. You can pick up people's nuances based off of their emotion, their energy. And when I'm doing these podcasts, I don't know where you are on the other side which is why Clubhouse has been a really cool tool. If you've been on Clubhouse, you'll see me speaking there a lot and hosting a lot of different rooms because I love the energy that comes back. I love hearing it back. Most likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you have it going on in the background or you're in your car or you're at home, you're cleaning, you're doing something, and you're trying to get a little nugget that's going to really say, wow, cool, this is something that I can implement. And that's for most people who are coming. They want to hear a story. They want to hear something that is going to allow them to feel something. (laughs) Now, you're never going to remember what it is that I say, but you'll remember how it is that I make you feel. That's how it is for everybody. But I'm going to give you the three things when it comes to why it is that you're lacking life, it breaks down into these areas of lacking skills, lacking internal contentment, and lacking your mindset. So when it comes to skills, you need to be able to have some sort of skill that you can monetize. And if you don't think that you have a skill, no degree is going to give you a skill set. I graduated with a biology degree in three years, but my biology degree hasn't served me 
anywhere. It hasn't done anything with the skills that I learned throughout school in terms of communication, networking, speaking, hosting different organizations. I was in charge of two different nonprofits while I was in school. And it was that team collaboration, that energy exposure, the behind the scenes office, figuring out that path was helped me develop a skill to utilize amongst life everywhere. Now, the skills that if you don't think that you have any right now can help you any place to move your needle. It's going to be communication. It's going to be sales. And it's going to be deal-making, which all kind of go in the same field, my love. They're all in the same, the same wavelength because when it comes to learning how to do sales, when it comes to making sure that you know how to communicate effectively and making sure that you know how to close a deal, it, it takes a lot of different approaches than if you didn't know how to sell it all. And I grew up in a time where I had seen people grow up in this era of sales in terms of it was quote unquote what your parents say are scammy or oh fraud or that's not right. And obviously the world, my parents' generation was around like Bernie Madoff's time where those deals weren't ethical that happened or Enron and Arthur Anderson or my, there was a lot of different unethical things that had gone on that had shaped the way the new generation had thought about sales. Now we've got more generations to come. So it's up to us to shift that because at the end of the day, sales is what moves the needle. It's the bloodline of your business. It's the bloodline of so much. And I'm American. I see the benefit when it comes to capitalism. There is so, it gets me in a place because nobody is going to bail you out. No government is going to take care of you. Ooh, so many different things when it comes to this. And this is a recorded podcast, not a clubhouse. So I have to remember that. But When it comes to creating jobs, creating movement, when you create a sale, it's just a transference of currency. And that currency is going to create a ripple effect into somebody's life. So however you approach it, again, this will lead us into number two. If you're lacking number two of internal contentment, your exchange of currency is going to cause somebody else to have a different lack of their internal contentment. When I talk about internal contentment, I mean this. It's that ability to create fulfillment in your life by being. Again, it's that ability to create internal contentment in your life by being. Most of the time when people think contentment, they're seeking validation, validation from external. And you've heard the saying, and I say it often, fill your cup first before you fill somebody else's cup. And then we're going to take that one step further because if you're filling your cup up with crap, you're filling it up with materialistic stuff, you're filling it up with a facade, or you're filling it up with some type of external 
validation. The only way that you're going to be able to fill somebody else's cup is the same way. And once all of that material stuff goes away, wears away, your cup is going to need to seek outside rather than becoming a fountain that is self-filling. Your fountain can be filled up all the way to the top and exert out that way by just being. So in that sense, when we're talking about internal contentment, it's about recognizing that life is. We can get into consciousness, baby, up in here. And we're talking about being in our state of mind and operating from a different level. But truly, all energy is simply already in the world. And all of our emotions is energy in motion. And if we're not able to understand our emotions, we're going to pass on anger. We're going to pass on sadness. We're going to pass on fear. We're going to pass on joy as well. We're going to pass on all of these different emotions without understanding what they are. If The way that you process your emotion, watch how other people around you process theirs. If you have kids, if you have young nephews and nieces in your family, watch how they're growing up because they're mirrors of you. <laughs> they are mirrors of you. They watch every single thing that you do. And as humans, they're adapting those little toddlers. They are like absorbing so much on a high processing level, more than us as adults. When you get older, you get to control what you process. But when you're young, you're taking it all in. Good, bad, energy, negative mechanisms. You're Taking it all in. And the best thing that you can do for somebody is to allow them to become more than what you want it to be. And when I say that, it's you're not giving somebody more than you have for them to be happy or for you to be happy. Rather, you're giving them the tools for them to create and be more than what you had in your life and sooner. So internal contentment is being able to say, you know what, these are my feelings that I have, and I really love having joy. Joy makes me feel warm. Joy makes me feel tingles up my body. Joy makes me feel like I can breathe. And I like joy. I like having joy. And this is what brings me joy. So I'm going to keep more of that joy with me. And I'm going to be able to create joy by saying, I'm going to be able to create happiness by feeling joy. I'm going to be able to create happiness by being. Happiness is a choice. That's your internal contentment. It is a choice. And I'm giving you the tools in this podcast on how you can allow yourself to be simply happy. It's not what makes you happy, it's how are you happy. And when we come into figuring out, okay, cool, like, this doesn't make me feel good. What usually happens is people will say, I feel like you're not doing X, Y, Z, or I feel like you're making me feel this way. But no, you have to feel the emotion first. And everything else is a story that you tell yourself. Nothing in life has meaning but the meaning that you give it. Which again, we're getting into this consciousness level. And I go deep with this. 
with my mastermind clients because it takes a different approach for somebody to really tap into their consciousness. And if that's something that resonates with you and you're thinking, wow, I want to learn more about that. I want to learn more about consciousness. Then make sure that you connect with me and DM me from the podcast and say, mastermind from the podcast. But let's get back into the three things in terms of if you're not living a life that you're happy with, you're lacking three things, skills, internal contentment, and the last one is mindset. Oh, your mindset is so important. Your mindset is made up of these things. Your mindset is made up in your environment, the learning that you've learned, your mindset is made up of your family beliefs, your culture, your religion. Your mindset is coming to you in a place of how much that you've learned. And we'll go a little bit into this differently because when you experience parts of your mindset, whether it's a growth mindset or it's a fixed mindset, those are the two words. Fixed mindset are those people who believe that There's a cap on things. There's a cap on wealth. There's a cap on knowledge. There's a cap on your ability. Compared to growth mindset, which means there's more than enough. There's an abundance. There's plenty in this world. So when it comes to how do you shift between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset? It takes work, but it's achievable. And a lot of the times... When I coach clients who have more of a fixed mindset, it starts with different questions that you have to ask yourself. And it starts with being able to put you in a position that you are sitting up and you're changing your state because our mindset can shift from fixed to growth or negative to positive very easily. But it all depended on which state you are in, which ties into your internal contentment. And being able to figure out your internal contentment, you have to recognize the location where you are right now. What is it that you're thinking and how are you going to improve better? Or can you even improve better? So when it comes to figuring out how do you grow your mindset, you must expose yourself to different stories that are being told. And when it comes to your wealth, your learning, all of these different areas of where your mindset can be stuck, health, at the end of the day, it comes down to how much are you learning and how are you learning? We all learn different ways. It might not be from reading books. It might be from more of reading. It might be of touching. It might be from experiencing. It might be from listening. You have to know you. You know you best. And you're the one who's going to be able to say, I learn this way. And you have to expose yourself to that way of learning. And then you must implement. So when it comes to having more in your life in terms of having a life that is that you want to create, living this life of your dreams or making sure you can have a life that it is that you want, it all starts with figuring out how you can improve your skill sets, improve your mindset, and improve your internal contentment. All of these three things are 
the necessity and the foundation for you to level up your consciousness and to level up your lifestyle. When this is something that you get to decide that you want to have more, you must put into momentum. You must take your life and start taking action so it can build momentum. It's like a snowball effect. If you run a snowball down a mountain, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and keeps on moving faster and faster and faster. But if you are stuck at the bottom of the mountain, you're going to be stuck. So you have to take that action to get to that top of the mountain. Anyways, uh, this is a solo podcast from me. And that's a wrap. So happy that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for staying here with me. What I want you to do is go ahead and leave that five-star review down below. Make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast and the community. Please, please, please go ahead and drop your feedback from what you have received from this episode. Because at the end of the day, we want you to take action. So what are those action steps that you can take back from this episode? Make sure that you drop your social media handle, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever is the best way to get to you, and we'll be sure to give you a feature and reach out to you personally. Thanks so much. See you on the next one.